come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon, Beanie, and thank you for joining us in another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And this is episode 115. Not to be confused with last week's episode, which was 114. Which you didn't change on the However, thumbnail. the thumbnail said it was 113 because that's the kind of podcast we run. Accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> but seriously, uh, we do welcome you and thank you for joining us. Thank you to everyone who joined us last week for our super scary Halloween episode where we had a lot of fun. Yes, we dressed up. We did. Uh, we we are much, I was going to say paler, but that's not true. We're, no. we're more fleshy today, which sounds gross. A but weird. Yeah. But but yeah, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. It gave us a little opportunity to uh, get in the Halloween spirit, if you'll pardon the pun. It's actually the only thing we did for Halloween. Other than just watching Halloween movies. Right. But like we didn't do the trick or treating thing. We didn't go out to any parties or activities like our podcast was our Halloween. So that was good. So that was good. That was fun. Now, now we move on to the next holiday, which is Thanksgiving, which we will be driving to Miami to Miami on Thanksgiving. So that's that's okay because that's not my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. So and then and then it'll be on to, to Christmas. Although I'm a little bit upset because today you said we should fondue for Thanksgiving, mm. and then you said, "Nope, we're gonna drive instead." <laughs> yes. Why did I say that? What did we see? We that... were looking at the bread. Oh yeah. So Publix. they they open this Publix Greenwise by the aquarium, and uh, it's it's just really got a lot of good tasty stuff, and they've got all this really yummy looking bread. And I was like, man, that's where we should get bread for fondue. And I'm like, Ooh, fondue is something that we like to do on the holiday. So Thanksgiving's coming up. We should fondue for Thanksgiving. Oh no. We'll be driving on Thanksgiving I to mean, Miami. We'll, we'll be heading for a cruise, but still yeah. Yeah. I like fondue. I, I do too. I fondue. I'm fond of do. I'm fond, fond of, fond of fondueing. I'm fondueing of fondue. I just realized I left something in the other room. So you have to entertain while I go grab it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Meg, who did participate in the Halloween costume contest, uh, all she did for Halloween as well. You know, I I always look forward to Halloween. I like Halloween. I like, you know, scary stuff and things. I've always been a fan of that and, and, and stuff. But um, when you get older, it's harder to find fun things with Halloween. Cause you know, I'm not into like going out with a bunch of drunk people. So, uh, but I like the costumes. I like the, the macabre. I like the, the spooky stuff. And, you know, so that was, that was good. Speaking of let's go ahead and just announce the winner. Shall we? Sure. We did have a vote for who would win the Halloween costume contest of our six contestants that we had this year. And the winner was number one. Scooby-Doo and Velma. 
That's right, Chris Barnett. Uh, thank you for participating and congratulations for that popular costume contest winning duo. Now you do have to split the winnings with Velma. I think that's only fair. I agree. So I, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if she knows that, but if she does, that's what we expect. And and you and all of the other contestants will also be receiving a package in the mail that will be containing some goodies. Yes. Some good, good goodies. And they will they will be coming. We're a little slow. But that's okay. Uh, but again, thank you so much for yes. everybody to for uh joining us for that episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So all right. Moving on, what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to get into the the meat and potatoes since we're on a food-based thing? Um, Or do you want to cover some other bits and bobbles before? I want to do this here. So we do have a group cruise. We do. Coming up in 2023, March. Uh, For those of you that may not have listened in the last couple episodes, um, it has moved. It was originally February, but we had to move it to March due to someone chartering out our cruise, which we think is possibly the new cruise, but we we're going to keep know. an eye on it. Yes. If anybody if, finds if out, you know, let me know who chartered our group cruise. Yeah. So this is leaving out of Tampa on the carnival pride. It will go to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize and Cozumel. And it's going to be lots of fun. So if you are interested in joining us, you can send me an email at fantastic travel at gmail.com. I know there's a few of you out there that have said, oh, yeah, we're going to do it. But then you haven't actually booked yet. So do that now. <laughs> and, and, you know, as you say that, Sean and Alana are like, oh, people who say they're going to book a cruise and haven't actually <laughs> done it yet. As, oh, as, yeah, that. As we have uh, have told them that we are going to book their group cruise in October of 2022. Yeah. And we are... Uh, planning on doing that. So yeah, we're if, just... if you want to see us on a cruise before our group cruise, then you can either join us real quick on the Virgin Scarlet Lady, but that's coming up real fast. Or the next cruise that we plan on booking will be the October 2022 Down Under Cruisers group cruise. We're also looking at one possibly in May, if I can convince you. Well, I mean, yes, we, we have lots of of hopes and dreams yeah. for other cruises between now and then we'll just have to see how the chips fall. So. Speaking of Scarlet lady, do you want to talk about what we got in the mail today? Or let's, do you want to wait? Yeah, no, let's go for it. Cause it, we didn't actually get it in the mail. That's our neighbors, true. It our was, neighbors got it in the mail. It was hand delivered. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> so, by the mail person. No. no. So we got a knock on our door today. And usually when we get knocks on the door, we're like, we're not going to answer that. It's some random person trying to sell something door to door. And I, I got up and I looked through the little peephole and I was like, there's a lady out there. And she's like holding a package. I, I don't know if it's like a package. That... And it was ticking. It was not. <laughs> I, I said, I don't know if it's like a package for us or if she's trying to sell something because that happens sometimes. And sure it's crooked. I decided to go ahead and open the door and it was our neighbor. And she was like, I think this is yours. It um It was in my mailbox. And so she handed it to me and it was a package that had my name on it. And I was like, what is this? I haven't ordered anything. So I opened up the package. And it was a box that said Virgin Voyages. Yes. 
Which is important. It is very important. We need that box. And then I opened up that box and it is our wristbands for the cruise, which is extremely important for us to have. It also has our luggage tags inside, which it only came with one for each of us. So if we have like extra luggage, I'm not really sure how that works. Hmm. Interesting. So, but yeah, I don't know if you've seen them yet. I haven't really looked at them. Um, they're pretty cute though. They've got, I know she showed them, but uh, they've got like some kind of, you know, computer components and it's got a little anchor on there that hooks on. And did you notice that it had, had a name on there? Oh, I didn't. It has our names on there. It says Matthew. Oh, can, cool. Can that. And yours says uh, Kimberly. That's funny. <laughs> no, it says Kimberly. I was wondering how we would know whose was whose. Yeah. So that's cool. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, so they're, they're really cute and they're like our room key. Like we don't get a, a card. We just use this for everything. So that's really cool. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And obviously we'll have more news to come on that. Cause that cruise is how many days away? You don't a know. Do you? 18. This, is that it? 18? Yeah. 18. I, I think that's what I it's See. it's well i mean when is thanksgiving it's it's leaving on black friday we leave on black friday i was literally on the app earlier so, so i 18 yeah. 18 days 18 days a mere 18 days so that's exciting yes we are very happy about that we actually booked an excursion today for that yes i did just just like moments ago yeah like i was i decided well this came in the Un mail momento. so i i opened up the app and i was like let's see what's happening on here and then i was like oh let's look at the excursions because we haven't booked that and we keep talking about one that we want to do and then it's sold out but that's okay because we picked something else we did well we wanted to do we wanted to do the shark snorkel everybody's been doing the shark snorkel our friend charlie did this shark snorkel We've seen, uh, I think, was it EECC did the shark? Somebody else did the I shark. I don't know. Other people have done the shark snorkel. It looks pretty cool. It looks really cool. Like we were like, oh, we should probably do the shark snorkel. It's sold out. So yeah, we're going to scuba dive, yeah. which is probably what we should do anyway. Because um, it's Bimini's, been a while. Bimini's supposed to be loaded with sharks. So uh, if we can see sharks while we're scuba diving, that would kind of be cool, right? Hopefully, think. I remember how to dive. Maybe we'll even see a different species of shark than what we've seen before. Well, Is yeah. That what you mean? Yeah. Well, the, I think that the sharks on the snorkel are, are Caribbean reef sharks. Wouldn't it be cool if we just happened to see a hammerhead, even though it's not that, hammerhead season? That would well, be. Well, it sort of is hammerhead season. That would be so cool. Yeah. Favor did it. Yes. I, that's right. Ah. That's right. That's who I saw. Um, or a bull shark. I'd really like to see a bull shark or a tiger shark. Yeah. I would really like to see a bull or a tiger. Yes, very much. But a hammerhead would be, I would rather see a hammerhead than either of those two. How about but a great white? Do you want to see a great white? I would love to see a great white shark, but I don't, but that's not going to happen in, in Bimini <laughs> in November. So that is extremely unlikely. Yeah. So we're going to dive. Yeah. Two tank dive. And yeah, it's, it should be really cool. Should Are we really taking fun. our own gear? I don't think we're going to take our scuba gear no. for one dive. I don't think it's worth it, especially since we don't even know how many bags we have. And honestly, I don't even know if we need to bring our snorkel bag, our snorkel bag, maybe just because where we, because the Costa Maya one, 
is not like a big snorkel spot, right? Um, we're going to Maya Chan. What is there to do there? I think it's more of a like hang out on the beach, eat food and drink tequila kind of a place. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So we don't really need that stuff there. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll just bring it. our mask and our snorkels. No and, fins. And then if if we if we we could rent fins or whatever. I really like my fins. Oh, we can, all right. Well, then we'll take all, all our snorkel stuff. But I don't think. Well, we no, don't we need should, weights. We should. No, we won't. We should take it because we don't know what kind of snorkeling opportunities we'll have in Bimini outside of diving, if we'll have anything. Oh, right. Because it's like they're the virgin beach thing. We need to watch some videos because people are starting to go there now and stuff yeah. and talk to some people who've been there like Brian. Yes. Our friend Brian, who is a scuba diver. Yes. I, don't, he, I don't think he did that there though. Yeah. So find out the, yeah. get the deets this, on that. And for those of you that didn't know, this is how all of our conversations go as far as what we're <laughs> going to bring with us. <laughs> you just got to listen to us plan. So we'll figure it out. Well, we're going to figure it out, but, uh, but we're looking forward to it. And, um, Hopefully we'll see some sharks. That'd be cool. That would be very, very cool. Um, so this, the reason that we are late, I guess we should talk about that because we just said family stuff or something, right? Or family trip or Did something. See like family. That. Yeah. I don't remember what we said. Yeah. So my, my dad and stepmom are in Florida right now, but they go to the other coast. Um, so they're over like kind of just North of Canaveral and Ponce mm -hmm. Inlet. And so, we went over there to hang out with them for the weekend and uh and and we left on friday after work so we couldn't obviously we couldn't do the podcast i told matt we could do it in the car and that, he laughed yeah, at no. me i was like we could just do it monday or something so so here we are but we did have fun over the weekend despite it being abnormally cold and windy for florida yeah it was really like it was in the 50s it was like Sunday, it was 55. Over there, yeah. Yeah. Over here, it was like 60-something, I think. But yeah. over there, it was 55. And it was quite breezy. Yes. Like very windy breezy. Very. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we went over there. We went to a, a place. It's like a it's a national preserve, right? Yeah. What's it called? Bayside. Is it Bay, Backside? Merritt Island? Is that Merritt what Island. Yeah, about? Merritt Island is what I'm I thought you meant the, the road. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know the name of the drive. road. Back, maybe. I don't know maybe. what it's called. I but, can look it up. But you can. But basically, it's like an eight-mile drive, and uh, and you ju you just drive through, and then you you can stop wherever you want. And there's lots and lots and lots and lots of of wildlife there. It's mostly birds, which is you know. So we were all just Black Point Drive. That's it, Black Point Drive. Looking for birds, alligators. Uh, we are about ninety percent sure that we saw a black bear. Uh, for a second, which is which would not be unreasonable at all in that area. So we did that. And even though it was cold and windy, the birds were still there. I mean, they, you know, what are they going to do? Migrate for the there weekend? There were quite a few of them, too. There were. We saw a lot of birds. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday, we were like, well, what are we going to do on Sunday? Because, you know, we were coming home, but we had a little bit of time. And then we remembered something, something that was over there that we could do that was indoors. That we that we had never done before, and that was visit Bucky's. Yeah. So those of you who have been to a Bucky's, you know it's like kind of an experience in and of itself. I said it's like Silver Dollar City, if you know what Silver Dollar City is, is a gas station the size of maybe a Best Buy or something like that. Yeah. Maybe not quite as big as a Best Buy, half a Best Buy. I don't know. It's big. 
It's a big place. And they have, they sell clothing and kind of craft looking souvenir things, but mostly people go there for food. I mean, they sell gas too, but they have really huge selection of, of beef jerky that they make. They have barbecue sandwiches that they make. They have um, all kinds of stuff, just lots of stuff. A lot of it they make, some of it they just have, but yeah. They have mm. a whole section of logoed apparel and yeah. accessories. And like, everything you can imagine. Like shoes and backpacks and pajamas, swimming suits. Yes. Yeah. I almost bought one, but yeah. I resisted. Yeah. Look, I mean, Bucky's is, it's like there's one in Daytona and I think there's one near St. Augustine. So, I mean, we do like St. Augustine. So we could hit it. Theoretically, well, it's if we closer were to Jacksonville. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we so, could go to yeah, that. we could do that. Yeah, but but we were like, normally we're not over on that part of that side of the state because there's not a lot over there that we like. But we're like, Bucky's. We can go to Bucky's. It was like 25 minutes away, so it was cool. I mean, it was kind of crazy, and I, I have mixed feelings about it. But <laughs> but it was fun. It was, and the food was incredible. Really we spent good. like fifty something dollars <laughs> $50. there. Fifty dollars. Um, but we got a lot for $50. Like we got the value is there. Yeah. It's not like a theme park as far as prices go, because we got all kinds of stuff for 50 bucks, like a lot of value, including some brisket sandwiches, which were really good. And, um, we got, we got pork rinds, pork rinds and cracklins and, uh, yogurt, strawberry yogurt covered pretzels, which are delicious. You got the, the Bucky's, the beaver nuggets, beaver nuggets, which are good. I got them. I'm pretty sure you've been eating them too, buddy. I mean, yeah, but you, I I like them. You are like, I want some beaver nuggets. <laughs> beaver nuggets. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. At least we got the name right. Because Sarsaparilla? We've been, we've been calling them beaver nuts. Yeah, beaver nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's just uh, weird. Roasted but, nuts. You got those. Yeah, um, the, the, the pecans. 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 With like cinnamon roasted pecans. Have you, did you eat all of them? Oh yeah, they were gone. Uh, oh yeah, that's I got it. some cookie dough. They did not last. Yeah, it yeah. was it was good stuff. I got some candied jalapenos. Oh, that's right. So they're they're like pickled jalapenos, but they're candied, so they're real. They're spicy, like good jalapeno should be, but they're sweet too. And I actually we we got some public subs, some pub subs tonight for dinner. And I like, I got an Italian. I like loaded them on there and that was good. Was it? That was real good. Yeah. It was real good. Real, real good. Cause I was like, well, what's, how's the sweet going to play with the spicy? Like you gotta, you know, that's not going to mix with everything. It mixed real well with an Italian pub sub. I can tell you that if you like spicy and you like a little sweet spicy, the, I've never seen candied jalapenos before. Meg says her husband makes them. And hello, yeah. Stacy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was, I never heard of them. I'd never seen them. I had to buy them because I love jalapeno peppers and I would, it did not disappoint. I'm quite impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I tried them. There was so many more things we wanted to buy there. Yeah. But so we had to stop ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we would have spent $300. Also, I I'm, I'm like jumping into this eating healthy, being healthy wellness thing again this week, which I know we say like every week, but like I bought a little journal and 
like I'm like really getting into yeah, it. Yeah, we've never we've never really gotten back on track from yeah. the first cruise, but we we like get on track for a little bit and then we're like, well, there's a cruise in a week, so or you know, we're doing this. So and that's gonna be this weekend. This weekend we're going to Repticon. So we got a reptile convention mm -hmm. on Saturday. Well, Thursday we're going to see Jekyll and Hyde. Right. Thursday we're going to see Jekyll and Hyde at the theater. Uh, the musical Jekyll and Hyde. And then Monday, this wonderful person got me tickets to see my favorite personal astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm going to go see, well, she's going to <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. If you are a geeky person like me, um, he is one of the most amazing science communicators uh, ever. And, um, Yes, I could listen to the man talk about anything, but of course he normally talks about astronomy, which which is not my favorite science, but I will listen to Neil talk about it because he makes everything really exciting and interesting and fun. So yeah, so we're going to get to go see Neil deGrasse Tyson on Monday, and then the next weekend we're going to a medieval fair, Sarasota. which is aka a renaissance festival, but medieval fair is a more appropriate name for it, I think, like because they're, they're, yeah. they're never really take place during the Renaissance. They're more medieval themed. Yeah. If you're particular, but um, yeah. And then the next weekend we get on the cruise, right? We have no time, no time. And we've got all these, cause we work at the aquarium. We have this like attraction share program that we get free tickets to all these different places in Florida. So like SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Dinosaur World, Legoland. Legoland. And we're trying to, we're like, oh, well, we should blow through these because end of the year, they all reset and we get to go to them again. So, but yeah. We just don't have enough time. We should have, you know, done all of these things before November. Yeah. But we didn't. So no. we're going to do it all in the no. next couple months. It sounds like Meg has seen Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Very I cool. I should have kept that a secret longer. Very cool. Yeah, she tried, but she failed. I did good. I kept it a whole week without telling him. <laughs> and then the tickets arrived in the mail. So now we've been watching um, Cosmos. Re well, I'm rewatching Cosmos. She's watching Cosmos. The Not the Carl Sagan one, but the... Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So So we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. All right. Let's talk about cruising. Let's talk about cruising. This is a cruising podcast. And we did just get off of a cruise on the Freedom of the Seas. Royal Caribbean cruise. Where do you want to start talking about this? Um, where do I want to start? Yeah, you want to start talking a little bit about the ship? Well, I mean, or yeah. What are, you, what are you thinking? Well, so here's the thing. Like, we're we're going to tell you about our cruise, which was which was awesome, uh, fantastic. But along the way, we're going to tell you what you know what we really liked about Freedom of the Seas, and we're going to also compare it to like our experiences with other cruise lines, which is carnival mostly carnival it is only carnival for me. so so there so so yeah because because i have only been on older royal caribbean ships she's only been on older royal caribbean ships so this is the first kind of newer bigger shinier impressive royal caribbean ship that it, either one of us has been on uh, i've been on a few but they were yeah, they were they were dated a little bit and smaller which i enjoyed them but uh you know when we went on the brilliance we weren't super impressed with brilliance compared to other carnival ships of the same generation. Um, so this is a new ship to, to compare. So what, where do you want to start? You want to start with like 
want to go through it like embarkation on, or do you want to go just talk about the ship? What do you think? Um, I don't know. You want to just kind of talk about some of the things that we did? Okay, we can do that. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so we went on a cruise. <laughs> this is me trying to get you to talk, okay? That's all I'm saying. I've been talking. <laughs> you have, I know. Yeah, so the the Freedom is definitely a bigger ship than I've been on. Well, I guess I can't say that anymore because now I've been on the Mardi Gras on the horizon. Um, it's it's probably somewhat comparable in size to the horizon. horizon I didn't yeah. look it up. I didn't so either. I don't remember exactly, but I want to say that capacity wise and stuff, it's it's probably fairly comparable. So since you said capacity, let's start there. Okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a surprise. Yeah, that was a thing. So um as far as what we knew, Royal Caribbean is sailing at like 35% capacity, and that's how they would be sailing for a little while. So we're on this ship expecting it to be, you know, I mean, it it was a three night, so a really short, you know, weekend cruise, but we're expecting it to be, you know, very few people on this ship. Like we're gonna have no problems finding places to sit and chill and whatever. And as we're walking around the ship each day, we're like, there's no way this is 30%. <laughs> like there are people everywhere. Yeah. Like, there are kids everywhere. Lots of them. And way too many children on this cruise. Way too many children. Lots and lots and lots of people and children. We're like, there's no way. So actually on our on our last night we asked our our um food people what are they called <laughs> the um, our waiters waiters there we go <laughs> um what how many people were on the ship and they gave us a number i don't remember what the number was but we did the math it was 80% yeah. full yeah which is not 35%. No. Which explains why it seemed very crowded. What was the Mardi Gras when we went on it? Because it wasn't 30. I, I was think it was like about 60%. 60%? Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. Because the Mardi Gras did not feel nearly as crowded. No, as, the Mardi Gras didn't feel like, full at which, all. Which begs the question, and some people out there, maybe you've been on Freedom of the Seas or similar, um, what would that ship be like at 100% capacity? Because it did not, it was kind of cramped. Well, here's bit. here's my thought on that. So, like, there's the the levels that you. It's kind of like you just walk through the indoor, like the big kind of mall. You described it as kind of like a mall kind the, of the feeling. The indoor, the inside, where like, like the, a lot of the bars, well, several of the bars and the shops. There's like a big indoor area with a real high ceiling. Um, you can even get like balcony rooms that overlook it, I think, or I don't know if they're open balconies or just windows, but yeah, it reminded me, I felt like I was in a shopping mall when I was in that yeah. part of but, the ship. So, so that area, yeah, there were some places for people to like hang out and sit, but really, yeah. aside from that, the, like the Lido deck, there wasn't really places for people to just sit and hang out. Yeah, it was weird. So that's probably why we felt like we were always surrounded ah, by people yeah. because people were in the only spot that they could really go. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's it. Maybe everybody that was on the ship tended to be in the same yeah. areas. They weren't. Yeah. 
So I don't know, it, but it, yeah, it definitely felt crowded. Now it wasn't like so crowded. Like I was on the Carnival Breeze, and that ship was so crowded that it really altered the experience of that ship. Um, it was still a fun cruise, but it was too crowded. That was like a casino cruise or something that we didn't know about. But uh, but this one. I think we noticed it more because we were expecting lower crowds and just because of the state of the world. Um, and the fact that so many of those people were children. And then the other fact that they all seemed to be like one giant group. Yeah. They were big families from Miami and that, that culture, I guess is very loud. And so uh, they probably seemed like more than what they were because, I mean, literally you would walk across the, the pool deck. Just We never really hung out in the main pool area, but you, every time we walked across, we'd walk by like the, the seats on the outside of the pool and the whole side, or at least probably two-thirds of it, was one family. Or at uh, least it seemed like it. They or were, if they weren't, they became one. They became one, which is cool, but they were, but they were taught, they talked really, really loud and then they were like, they would, it seemed like every time we went by, they would chant stuff. Not at us. They would just happen stance. Yeah. They would be like, start, they would just start into like a chant. Like I felt like I was teaching kids because kids do that sometimes. And I'm like, stop chanting. I didn't do it to these people, but, but that's what it, it was weird. It was, I mean, it was just like, I don't know. I, I'm not a loud uh, person. So it was just yeah. like, yeah. But it was it was a struggle to find a quiet spot. Yeah. yeah, even even a couple places that you would think would be quiet. Like we we went so on the outside of deck four, there is like outdoor seating. The chairs are awful that you can't like lay back in them. I'm really disappointed in those chairs. But we're like, great, this is there's not very many people here. This is gonna be great. We found ourselves a spot to sit. I'm like, I'm gonna read my book. And then here comes a little group of of people and they sit down right next to us. Of all the chairs, <laughs> they sat down right next to us and talked like they were talking to someone on the other end of the ship. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. The first you quiet place heard we, them on the other end of the, the ship. The first quiet place we found. And then there was like a, a group playing miniature golf in that area, which was not like normally people playing miniature golf wouldn't be disruptive. But you'd have thought that it was like the Super Bowl or something. I mean, they were like screaming and yelling and it's like, okay, I get it. You're excited. But it's, they were all adults and it was just mini golf. So, I mean, kudos to them for enjoying themselves, but wow, they were like, and I think that that was partly because it was a weekend cruise. That's definitely, I think why so many kids were there. And also I was crying because the cruise before us and the cruise after us, they said was much lower capacity. Yeah. So we just had poor, I mean, think about if that. there were more cruises that went out of Tampa like that, like weekend yeah. cruises, we'd be on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So that, so that was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was capacity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I did like the solarium area. We hung out there a little bit, the hot tubs. In that area, they like um, they've got two on each side, and they kind of hang over the edge, which is bit, really yeah. cool. Yeah, the um, the solarium on Royal Caribbean ships is usually real, a really nice spot, and it definitely was on this cruise. The solarium was a really cool area, and yeah, the hot tubs on the sides were nice, 
Um, However, it is supposed to be the adult-only area. And because of its placement, in order to get from the main pool deck to the elevators on the back of the ship, you must walk through the solarium, which means children constantly constantly, walking through. Constantly there were kids walking, which is fine. I mean, but those, to be fair, those kids weren't causing issues or anything. But if it's an adult-only area, it either needs to be placed somewhere different or they need to be stricter about children. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Now, speaking of strict, they were much stricter about their some of their policies, like the mask policies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They were very, very strict on that, which was fine with us. They and this was kind of interesting. Um, when you went into the buffet, you had to tell them your cabin number, and then when you went out of the buffet, you had to tell them your cabin or they scan your card. or they scan your card. But every time you went in and out of the buffet. You had to like check in and check out. I don't know what the purpose of that was. Is that new? Because I thought they did that on Brilliance. I don't remember them doing that on Brilliance. Maybe maybe I don't. It's definitely before that. That's nothing I've ever experienced. I think I'd have remembered it because it was like kind of like if there's a reason they need to do it, that's cool. But I, it was just kind of annoying to me. I I don't know what that reason would be. Like, are they just trying to keep track of who's eating where? I, I have no idea. And then the other thing we did like a lot about the ship. So I know we're being all negative right now. They give you this bracelet. It was like a cloth bracelet that they clip onto you. Oh yeah. When you get on, you can't, you can't loosen it. You can't take it off. It was loose enough on Kimber. She was able to slip it on and off of her wrist, but I had it on until we got back and I had to cut it off of, of my wrist and that was supposed to signify that you were vaccinated. Which is weird that they still gave it to us because it was a vaccinated cruise unless you were a child. Which was, you would think you wouldn't need a wristband to tell that. but Right. <laughs> but but here's, here's the thing. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. The problem is this wristband had like a, like the ends on it were like, two and a half, three inches long hanging off of this thing. So whenever I would eat, because they put it on my right hand, I, I'm right-handed. Every time I would eat, it would like, it, it got in my food. It, I'd try and wrap it up and tie it up. It would just, it wouldn't stay. It just got, it was, it was, I didn't like it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I did not like it at all. Um, I just they, don't know the purpose of it. If they would have made it like a, like a band, like, like this, silicone bracelet something i could have taken i guess maybe then they're like well then you could take it off and give it to somebody who isn't vaccinated but like you said everybody was supposed to be vaccinated on the cruise except for people who could not be vaccinated which were mostly just kids so i'm not sure what the purpose of it was exactly like what the thought behind it like you said maybe they bought a bunch of them and then they changed the policy to everybody is vaccinated and then they I, were like well we're just going to use them i mean why <laughs> why not that's what i would do yeah so I, I don't know but i hated that bracelet they, yeah it, it was it wasn't wearing a bracelet didn't bother me it was that that bracelet was terrible and i and i if i went on there again i'd be like you're gonna have to cut the ends of this down and put it on my left hand because i didn't like it no sir i did not like it so so that was so that was that and and you know they but they were very strict like we watched the ice skating show and 
while we were, it was almost distracting because while we were watching the ice skating show, there were like staff members going around, like looking at people in the audience and like going up and, you know, it was like the same, like five people that kept pulling their mask down. They'd have to go up and pull your mask up. They pull their mask up two minutes later they'd pull their mask down. They'd have to do it again. It was like, come on people grow up. But it was, I was glad to see they were being strict about it. But at the same time, it was like, like I literally could not concentrate on the ice skating show because it was constantly. Oh, like, because there was there was one guy that was like literally right in front of us, so it was hard to to you know keep your attention on other things. Uh, now Stacy says, "I believe I remember Para DJ." Hey, I'm wearing I'm I'm wearing the shirt today. <laughs> the camera's backwards. Um, mentioning the buffet thing being capacity controlled by requiring reservations or scanning your card, maybe. Maybe that's what they were doing. I don't. I don't know. But they it never, never seemed that busy in there. No, there was never a point where they were like, "You have to wait till people come in." Yeah. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, they didn't control capacity in other places where it was definitely overcrowded. Uh, of course, they can't do much about the elevators, and they they had signs up, big big signs that said maximum of what five people or something five like people or one family or one family in the elevator but no you know nobody followed that and i i kind of get it like but it the was, elevator still you know, never felt like crowded like some of the carnival no, no, elevators they, they felt. like some of those carnival they elevators. Had a lot more elevators and you could go around to more elevators like yeah they had yeah. a lot of elevators they were spacey elevators and one thing that i really liked about some of their elevators is that they had like windows on, like you could see through see, them. Yeah. I don't like elevators that much. Mm -hmm. When they have windows, I feel like they just feel more open, which yeah. I guess is kind of the purpose. No, that's, yeah, definitely. But I, I just, yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess that's a lot of that's our complaints about it. Yeah. Right. Like we just kind of, we just kind of ranted about it. So, no, but it was a really good cruise. Well, let's well let's talk about some of the things that we really liked about it because there were a lot of things that we really yeah. really liked about the ship and this experience. Um, for for a start, the just like on Carnival, maybe even easier than Carnival, the the whole the new way that they do the um, safety drill is so easy now. It was even easier because what we just had to we watched the videos on the app and then we went and got our card scanned. Just scan it. Boom, you're done. And we were done. Boom, that's it. So that was that was wonderful. Um, it is a big ship, and there are several different venues that you can go to for like food. We we ate at the little Mexican place on the pool deck. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Um, where else did we do eat that was that was not the um, normal places to eat? We didn't go to like the specialty restaurants because it was a three night cruise. So yeah. we want, we really wanted to experience the main dining room. But they have the steakhouse, and I think they have like an Italian restaurant and stuff. Um, they do have some a la carte things you can buy, like wings and stuff at the sports bar. Yeah, we didn't buy any of those because we didn't feel the need to because we had plenty of food to eat. Uh, the sports bar is cool. It's a big open sports bar, and they have a shuffleboard table in there that you know, like very few people know how to play, but if you do, uh, it's wonderful game. So we got to play quite a bit. Quite the one a bit. Evening. Yeah. But it's, it was just a real fun place. I mean, we were there on a Sunday, so everybody was watching football games and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was a nice atmosphere. Um, I do 
like and don't like the shopping mall feel. I thought it was open like the Oasis class ships. And then I was kind of like, oh, it's not open. So I don't know. It was it was kind of unique to me. So it was or different, new to me. So I kind of enjoyed it. But I don't know that I loved it, the the inner core area. But they had a lot of good bars and I stuff. I like the idea there. of it. Yeah, it was a neat concept. And I like that you could see, like when you're going up the elevator, you could there were a lot of cool views and yeah. stuff of that area. Some neat like sculptures Little and stuff and in there. Stuff. Some weird artwork, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but and the bars were good. So we ended up getting the drink package, which those of you who know us know we it's not something we really do because we don't drink that much. But um, but the first drinks we had Royal Caribbean drinks are expensive. The first we bought two drinks and it was like 35 bucks after um taxes or whatever. Gratuities. Gratuities and taxes. After they added all the stuff. Were added in. We didn't add extra gratuities. And I was like, oh wow. Okay, maybe we should look at this drink package. Well, so let's back up a little bit. So we first got on the ship and we're walking down this um promenade area, and someone at one of the bars stopped us and said, come look at the drink package. And we're like, okay, whatever. They're doing a deal is buy one, get one half off. So we looked at it. We, you know, did the math and we're like, we, we don't, we're not going to spend that much money on drinks. We don't need it. So we walked away. But that was going by carnival prices. I think is what was in my head when I was like, we're not going to spend that much money on yeah. drinks. And realistically, we, we wouldn't have probably spent that much money on drinks because we figured out we had to drink what five or six drinks a day, something like that, to break even. So, but then we were like, it, we thought it was going to be a rainy cruise, which it ended up not being a rainy cruise. And we had one full day on the ship, and we were like, you know what? If we get this drink package, we don't have to worry well, about it. And in Coco Cay, we were able to use it, right? So the one place we were off the ship, we could still use it. Uh, so I'm like, it's a three night cruise. You pay by the day. This is the time to try the drink package out and see if it's something that is actually worth it for us, which I would say it probably wasn't. Like, it was fun. I'm glad we did it. But in the end, to to break even, um, we had to kind of push ourselves on the last night to drink more than we normally would have. Yeah. And then we kind of, you know, had to deal with the, the consequences of that a little bit. So uh, I, I don't think I would do it again for us. It's not, we're just not that big of drinkers, but... But it was nice to be able to just order whatever you wanted and not have to like do math in your head and keep that tab going in your head and stuff. Oh, how much how much have I spent on alcohol? That kind of thing. Yeah. So but it was it was cool. And they did have a lot of fun drinks. We enjoyed the drinks that mm -hmm. we had. Um and yeah, that was good. That was good. Yep. Um, so I I really liked the pool and the solarium. Mm -hmm. so it's i know that sounds weird but there's like a bridge that goes up over top of it and underneath that is like a little kind of bar area with like stools mm -hmm. like seats or whatever so you could like get your drink and get in the pool and like hang out under the bridge which was nice we did that one day and it rained and it was not closed completely because it was yeah. it was raining on us but we were under the bridge so we kind of stayed out of the rain a little yeah, bit yeah a little bit and that was cool and yeah, I mean, because there's no kids in that area, that's like a nice thing. Like, I kind of avoid swimming pools on cruise ships if there's a bunch of kids in there. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I'm not really 
wanting to go in there and get splashed in the face and stuff like that. So, but, uh, but if it's just adults then it's just like, you know, it's kind of fun. Just hang out. We, we talk to people, you know, mm -hmm. a little, a little bit, just like the hot tub. Like that's one of the things I like about the hot tub is you get to talk to people and if they're cool, then you can hang out and chat with them. Maybe you see them again. You go, oh, let's go over there. If they're crazy and you're like, I don't feel comfortable with these people at all, then you never have to talk to them again. You can just get out of the hot tub or just look away and then and you don't have to deal with them anymore. So it's really a good scenario for <laughs> you get to meet. And most people that I've met on cruise ships have been really friendly, nice and interesting mm -hmm. people. Um, there've only been a few times when I was like, Oh my gosh, this person is nuts. Um, let's go. But you know, at least you have that option if you, if you do need it. So that was cool. And so, yeah, that solarium area is definitely a, a perk. Yeah. I, think, I like that Caribbean area ships in general. Ice skating rink was it was really was cool. kind of neat. Like the ice skating show was different and fun. And I, I don't know that I would if I if I sailed on that ship or other ships over and over, I don't know that I'd want to go to that same show over and over again. Like no, I think we've seeing seen it like the once show. was good, but but it was cool. I if, enjoyed it. If they it. did different shows, I'd go to other yeah, shows. I would too, yeah. Yeah, and you guys know how I feel about shows on cruise ships. I'm not not a big fan of the song and dance shows, but the ice skating show was pretty cool. So you want to talk about the other show? Let's talk about the other show. So the other show that they did is was called Once Upon a Time. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Royal Caribbean's doing on some of their bigger ships is kind of the Broadway style. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, bigger, fancier, showy sort of thing. So this one was that. It wasn't the typical, you know, just stomp around the stage and sing. It had a story. It had good performers. Like it was a really good show. Yeah. I always feel weird because I have this sort of thing where I don't, you know, people know Matt doesn't like going to the shows and that's true. But this, but, but I like, like, you know, like we're going to Jekyll and Hyde this week. And I, you know, I look forward to that. Like I like proper Broadway style shows. I like theater quite a bit. And I felt like, why don't I like these shows? Well, now I know because this was a proper show. There was music written for the show. It wasn't all music from the last five years or whatever, or, you know, it was, it was music spanning the ages, but it wasn't even just that music it was used to tell a story there was a story there was a theme there were sets that made sense the choreography wasn't just the same dance move you've seen a million times it had nothing to do with anything except for oh look they can do these dance moves the dance moves told the story and so i thoroughly enjoyed it like i would go see that same show again like it was totally different experience for for me on a, and the first time i have ever enjoyed a musical show on a cruise ship. I think it's the first time I've ever really enjoyed. Like there's been maybe the first couple of times I was like, eh, but normally I'm just like, Oh my God, when is this thing going to be over? This one was awesome. So that, so kudos to Royal Caribbean for doing proper musical theater on a cruise ship. I don't know if we even went to the one in the brilliance. No, we didn't go to any shows. In but the I don't. I don't know if it would have been. I feel like it probably. I don't. Would, I don't would have been think, more like the carnival shows. Yeah, it's the newer, bigger ships that are doing the Broadway yeah. style. Yeah. So brilliant. I don't think Mardi Gras is doing that. 
we left on Mardi Gras show. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we walked, walked out because it, it was so bad. So, so there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I've given them chances and maybe I'm a harsh critic. I don't no, know. It, they were, it was boring, but yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was pretty awesome. So that was really good. That yes. was really great experience. Everybody that we dealt with on the ship, like staff were, were fantastic, super nice, super helpful. Uh, I mean, you kind of come to expect that on cruise ships in general. So if somebody, if, if I, I feel like if, if I say somebody was giving good customer service on a cruise ship, that's like normal customer services up here on a cruise ship. If you're listening, that's high. Uh, so if I say it's good, it's like really good customer service. And I felt like we, we got good customer service as a minimum bar everywhere. And we got above several occasions, especially in the MDR. And that is something that Carnival needs to uh, take note of because Carnival used to have a better experience in their MDR, but, but Royal Caribbean blows Carnival away with their MDR service. At least the Carnival cruises I've done and since the American table and compared to every Royal Caribbean cruise I've been on, Royal Caribbean just does something a lot better. So yeah, I don't know you want to Oh, I I that. agree. The I mean, even so our service in the MDR was phenomenal. We had the best wait staff. I'm sure everybody on the sh ship said that about their wait staff, but ours made napkin things. Yeah, we had one one of our waiters did like almost like it was like napkin origami. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was towel animal, although it was sort of reminiscent kind of that. Of. I mean, towel animals are a little bit of origami and he feel. Made, yeah, but he made like a, I don't know, like a, a, like a some kind of bird. Or, some kind of bird yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Roses. And, roses and hearts. It was hearts. cool. It was it really was cool. cool. Yeah. Um, but the buffet actually also had really good service, even though, yeah. you know, you, you don't really interact with them a whole lot, but they were all extremely nice and friendly. I've, I've seen that on carnival ships, but yeah. yeah, they definitely were doing that on this particular. And they serve you ship. on the buffet. They do. Compared which, to carnival wasn't serving. Which I don't know how I, I mean, I get the safety aspect of it. I'm I'm hundred percent in favor of that, but it was, it was. I didn't love I, that. I didn't love it either. Like yeah. I've heard people say that, Oh, I like being served at the buffet. I don't think I. Am, I, I that prefer camp. to just walk up and scoop my own yeah. whatever I'm getting. Yeah, but I totally respect that they're doing that for health reasons. I have no issues with that whatsoever. Uh, Brian says carnival shows are an upscale high school production with little to no live singing and music capabilities, <laughs> but they rule with their live music and comedy shows. That is true. Carnival yeah. does have some really amazing live music, like their violinists. I love the violin. Some of their bands are really good. Their their comedy, I mean, that's just hit or miss on the comedian for me. But um, I've seen really good comedy and and really stupid comedy on Carnival and and Royal Caribbean and other cruise lines. But um, we didn't see a lot of, I'm, not because there wasn't, but we didn't see a lot of live music. No. On this cruise, I mean, it was a three night cruise, so we really didn't have a ton of time to experience all that stuff on the ship. But, um, but yeah, that, it was, it was a really good, like the MDR was so good. Like we really couldn't wait to go to the MDR, which, and the food was 
good. Like I've heard people say the food on Royal Caribbean is better than the food on Carnival. I've never complained, had a complaint about Carnival's food. And I still don't have a complaint about Carnival's food. And I think there are things that Carnival does probably better as far as food goes in Royal Caribbean, but there are also things that Royal Caribbean does better than Carnival. I, yeah. I would say overall the MDR food on the whole, I think is for me is better on Royal Caribbean and the buffet is definitely better than Carnival's buffet. Yeah. Where Carnival has them is things like guys burgers and big chicken. Don't, don't even talk to me about Johnny Rockets because that, that nonsense ain't going to fly because you got to pay for it. It's not, it's just not as good. I know that's my opinion, but, <laughs> but I'll die on that hill. Um, but yeah, so, so, and you know, the blue iguana, but there is really good food outside of the buffet and MDR on Royal Caribbean as well. And I'm, I'm sure the Oasis class has better things than that too. Um, we got coffee. Do we get good coffee on this ship? We're not coffee uh, experts, but where was the coffee? The at? coffee we got on on Mardi Gras was nasty. We got coffee one night, one morning. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's was, what I was thinking. Um, it was made properly, and yeah, when we got it on the Horizon, it tasted like they don't know how to make a mocha. I'm like, if it's on your menu, you should know how to make it. <laughs> um, this coffee tasted like a proper coffee shop yeah. coffee. Now yeah. it wasn't anything like crazy over the top fancy, but it yeah. was a proper coffee drink. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And they have Coca-Cola products, Carnival. Come on. Yes. Yes, <laughs> they have Coke. Again, I realize that's subjective, but I am a Coke person, not a Pepsi person. I'm totally that, in the Coke. That kind of helped sell us on the drink package. It did. Because we were like, yeah. they're like, you get this cup and you can get all the soda you want. And we're right. like, Great, that's good for us. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that was good. So so overall, um, what were your thoughts on the freedom of the seas? I liked it. Would you sail on it again? I would sail on yeah. it again. Um, yeah. there are definitely some some carnival ships that I like better. I would and say if if you were like you can go on like a fantasy class ship or something like that, or like if it if it was if it was like the horizon or the freedom of the seas, I think I'd go horizon. I'd go horizon. I'd definitely go on Vista over because I like the Red Frog Pub. I mean, I, I really like the horizon, but I miss the Red Frog Pub. Um, obviously, Mardi Gras, you can't compare. That's that's a comparison to Oasis class, which we haven't been on yet. So that's not fair. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, but I would definitely go on the ship again. I, I oh, did yeah. I did enjoy it quite a bit. And I would definitely recommend it. And it's and it's it's worth it to experience that the food and the MDR experience, I think, is and the and the shows like are worth it just in and of itself. But it's a nice ship and the solarium is really cool. Uh it's a pretty easy to navigate ship. The mini golf course is really nice too. We didn't yeah. mention that. Like the mini golf course is is really cool. It's one of the neater ones. My only, my only complaint is, and this was on, I think the Mardi Gras is that instead of like actual like walls for mini golf, it's just like like astroturf, yeah. so the balls don't stay in the course. I don't get why they do that, but they did it on Carnival too. So maybe there's a reason with water flow or so, I don't know. But but it was a really cool course. It was like the 
maybe the coolest mini golf course I've been on. on a it ship. was a really cool course. Not that I've been on, but on a ship because yeah. it had more, like it had more to it, and and there was like little statues and stuff. Yeah. Like it was really cute and and neat. So I have I have two more things that I want to mention. Okay. Because I know we're towards the end of the episode. Oh, which wow. I guess yeah. this is going to be split into two <laughs> instead of doing it all in one, but that's okay. I'm sure we can talk plenty about okay. the other. Um, so the first one is the water slides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the water slides, we they have the, the perfect storm, which is the two water slides, which basically are the same. They're just kind of opposite. So we went down them at the same time. And... Um, I got stuck. Did you get stuck? I didn't, but I came real close to getting stuck. Yeah. So it was like real, real slow and eventually got to the end. And when they give you instructions when you're getting ready to get in the water slide about what to do if you get stuck, you know there's going to be a problem. Yeah. So um, we were going to go again and like switch and do the other one. And we got to the bottom and we were like... Okay, what's next? So water slides, thumbs down. Yeah. Um, yeah Carnival Carnival good. has that one it, made. Well, I mean, I've been on water slides like that on Carnival too. But well, the ones that we went on Mardi Gras were not like no, that. No, no. And, and I've been on really good water slides. Yeah. I'm sure the water slides on the Oasis class are better too because some yeah. of those are like crazy. Right. But yeah, the water slides on the Freedom were terrible. <laughs> they yeah, were terrible. Not, not recommended. No. If you're a kid, you probably like it. But other than, yeah. if you're over like 12, don't even bother. Don't even waste your time. The other thing that I want to mention is Flow Rider. Yeah. Flow Rider. Yeah. <laughs> so we did the Flow Rider, and it wasn't my favorite activity. No. It kind of was crazy. Like, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever do it again. <laughs> I I would be willing. So we did the the bodyboarding thing. Is that what it's called? Body, Body surfing. Yeah, whatever. It's the little board that you lay down on. And like you're in there and the water's just splashing in your face. So they're like, control and do this and do this and jump up on your knees. And I'm like, I can't even open my eyes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. They're giving you all these instructions and I'm like, I'm just trying to stay on this board and not get water sprayed in my face. It was, it was hard to do. Yeah. And, and it was, I'm sure that if you were good at it, it'd be a lot of fun. And I, and it probably would be more fun to stand on it. Cause then you don't have water say. splashing I, in your eyes. I'd be interested in trying the like standing surfing one, which I don't know if, like if you do the private lessons, it's the only way to do that. I version. guess because they weren't they weren't um, giving us that. Depending as an on how much that is, I would be willing to do it. I would I would try that because I would try that. Yeah, I thought that was that looked really cool, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah I don't know. It it was not. It was just a lot of work, and you know, <laughs> and then the next day. Because we, we did that on Sunday, or the, the last day of the cruise. Yeah. And then we and then the next day, we were like... We drove home. We were really sore. We, were, we stopped at a, a park on the way home, and we're hiking. And I'm like, man, I'm really sore. I'm like, was it... I didn't carry that much luggage for that Yeah, long. we were both kind of like, why is our arm so sore? And then we realized it was from the floor rider. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it workout. was a workout. It was a workout. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if you're... I guess it was, it was, I'm glad I did it 
but yeah, I, I don't, unless I could try the stand up thing, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't bother again. Cause it wasn't fun. It was just like painful no. and annoying. <laughs> so it, I, I, I like watching people on the floor. Right? Yeah. Like that was kind of fun watching people wipe out. And like that before we started, we're in line for, for a while. And there was like a little girl and, and a guy who I guess they were had the key or whatever. So they were doing the thing and they would like splash us with water. And that was kind of fun getting splashed with water by them. And yeah. the, the, the girl was like doing it on purpose, which was kind of funny. And then, and then it made you like root for her to wipe out, which was kind of fun, but it was right. all, it was all in fun. It, it's interesting. Cause while they were doing that, I was like, man, I can't wait to get on there and try it. And then after I did it, I was like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into our cruise creature because it's oh, already... Oh, shoot, I forgot we still had one of those. Yeah, we got to do a cruise creature. Okay. Do you want me to bring up the picture? Well, or you want to talk? The, oh, the, yeah, we the have music. the music. Why did it stop? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, you get a half of music. <laughs> All right, well, our cruise creature this week... Is uh, is is going to be a creature that we saw at Coco Cay, which we'll talk about the whole Coco Cay experience next week. But um, our cruise creature is something that we saw several of, and and they're pretty interesting. So I thought it would be make a good cruise creature. And we definitely saw enough creatures that we have more for next week. So this particular thing is a type of animal that's related to starfish and to sea urchins. And it is called a sea cucumber. But the ones we saw in Coco Cay were called furry sea cucumbers. So go ahead and throw that picture up there. If you're if you're listening, um, it gets they get up to like I think 16 inches long, and they're pretty thick. They're like they're like thicker than the than the whole sub sandwich that I got from Publix today, <laughs> uh, but they're not much thicker or bigger than that. But they're you know they're they're a little bit thicker and a little bit bigger, and they have all of these little tube feet, which are little spiky looking things on on their outer skin. And basically, the way these animals work is they have something called a um, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting attacked by a dog. They, they, I don't know if attacked is the right word. Oh, it's 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 attacked. I'm right. getting like nosed by the dog. The dog <laughs> is like, "You've gone over an hour. You must now stop." Um, but they have a hydrodynamic system, which means they they have water that enters into their bodies, and they use that with pressure to move around the stuff. So if they don't have that water, they can't. They basically can't move. They do have an endoskeleton, but it's not made out of bone. It's like these little ossicle hard things are very small on sea cucumbers but like if you've ever seen like a like a starfish or a sea urchin's test like it's it's more substantial there they're pretty interesting creatures and this particular species the furry sea cucumber they're very active so when we eventually get around to releasing the video in 2026 um you'll see a little bit of video of them and they they like Usually you see a sea cucumber, it's just sitting there. Like you come back five minutes later, it's still sitting in the same place. These guys are like on the move and they like lift up and stuff. Pretty interesting creature. They'll, they sift things out of the sand. So they're eating like detritus and other rotten material that they're just swallowing sand and, and sucking the nutrients out of it. Some fun facts about sea cucumbers is that 
they basically have um they don't have gills in the same sense a fish does but they have gill type structures and most of them are in their anus yes in their butt so they pull water in and that's where they breathe they you know, you hear people say turtles breathe through their butts. That's sort of true with some species a little bit. With a sea cucumber, that's totally legit. There are even some sea cucumbers, not the furry sea cucumber, that when threatened, they'll actually take these like strings of stuff that they that they have inside their body that help them get uh, oxygen out of the water. And they will actually um, squirt them out, like shoot them out of their butt. And sometimes they'll even rupture their cloaca and, and yeah, it's, I know it's gross. Right. And they'll, and it ensnares their would be predator. And, you know, if you were about to eat something and it shot stringy, sticky stuff out of its butt, I bet you would look for something else to eat. <laughs> so this is a, no, not many things eat sea cucumbers though. They don't have a lot of predators. A lot of them are toxic to eat. Uh, and they're just, they're just not, I guess, a very appetizing thing. They're slow moving creatures that just don't have a lot to worry about. And they are, there are sea cucumbers worldwide. The furry sea cucumber is only found in the Caribbean though. And there, and most sea cucumbers are small, uh, somewhere between like six inches and 12 inches. So this is one of the larger ones, but there are some sea cucumbers in the world that get up to 10 feet long. So that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> sorry i'm keeping the dog quiet yes i appreciate that but yeah uh it's pretty cool to see and if you if you do come across a sea cucumber um you know they just the different species have slightly different looks but once you've seen one you kind of will go like i think that's a sea cucumber even if it's a different species because they're just long sausage shaped things that just lay on the bottom of of the ocean. There's one that we've seen scuba diving while we were scuba diving, which is called the donkey dung sea cucumber. And it's very appropriately named, uh, but there are others that, that look a lot different. So this one is definitely more attractive than the donkey dung sea cucumber and pretty interesting animal. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? Um, No, <laughs> and we were worried we weren't going to make it through a whole episode with our cruise. So um, we've managed to get ourselves a whole a lot, other episode. Out a of lot it. to cover with freedom of the sea. So, um, so we're, yeah, we're like, we're not going to be a talk, be able to talk about the ship the whole time. And there you go. But I mean, there was a lot to say because there was a lot that we really, really loved about freedom of the seas. And there was a lot that we were we were comparing it to our experience on Carnival because that's the line that we cruise more often. And then also the just the the fact of of it being a weekend cruise and during these times and stuff. So there's a lot to talk about. I would say my big takeaway from this cruise was if you do have the opportunity to take a weekend cruise, I think it's worth it if you don't have to you know, spend too much time traveling to the cruise port, but just be aware that you may be in for a different experience as far as the type of people that go on the cruise and what they're looking to get out of the cruise and just the whole mentality. It's, I'm sure this is the same, no matter what cruise line, well, maybe not like Holland America, but uh, most cruise lines, like it, I'm sure if you went on a three or four night carnival cruise over the weekend, you're probably going to get 
a different experience than if you go on a average five to seven night cruise during the week because you know it's just it's easy for people to go on that so it's going to attract different people which is fine i'm not knocking that i'm just saying that you know set your expectations so that you know what you're going to find there and it might be a little bit more loud and party focused than that relaxing too relaxing but it's been interesting the brilliance of the seas we kind of complained because it was too low-key and too like kind of almost lame atmosphere from the party people here you know right and then this one we're kind of like whoa dial that back there my friend so and and the brilliance wasn't during a pandemic it was right before (laughs) right but the ship you know it was I don't know. I don't know what the capacity was on that ship, but, but yeah, so that, I guess that's my, that's my takeaway for this. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else? I got nothing. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the Scarlet Lady. Yes. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Meg says, Royal just seems loud to me. Look, Meg, I would say that it's very dependent on the ship, the time you're going, the destinations you're going to. How long port- you're going. How long you're going, the port you're leaving from. I mean, Carnival has a reputation as being the party cruise line. Yeah. I don't know that that's really true anymore. They're more, I feel like they've gone more family focused. But, um, but yeah, I, I would definitely, I would, I know there are people who are like Royal to Loyal loyal to royal or they're carnival only or or you know a few that are norwegian or whatever and that's fine but i would really strongly encourage people out there if you are avid cruisers you're you know you're going on multiple cruises and if you're listening to this podcast that's probably you unless you just haven't cruised yet and you're just checking it out but i would highly encourage you to try different cruise lines and don't just try them once try them multiple times in different scenarios because there I haven't had any bad experiences on any of the cruise lines. Um, but it's, it's very interesting to, you know, you kind of find that niche for you and what you like and maybe, and, and for me, honestly, like, I don't think I would ever be loyal to one brand because quite frankly, I like to change it up. Like I, I would, I get bored with carnival all the time. Like it's the same menu every night and it's the same, this and it's the same that like, I love cruising carnival, but I want to throw in some different, you know, shake it up. Like I'm really excited to go on Virgin. I want to try MSC. I want to get back on Norwegian. Like someday, maybe if I win the lottery, I'll go on Disney, you know, celebrity. I would definitely want to try celebrity. Like I want to shake it up and try different things. And, and I may have my favorite, but it's just like, think of it like restaurants like 
if, if you were like, Matt, you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, it'd probably be pizza or Indian food. But if I ate that all the time, I'd get bored with it. And so I sometimes I want a sub sandwich. Sometimes I want Chinese food. Sometimes I want, you know, some something different. So uh, cruise lines are kind of like that for me.